Devon Review with Ollie Heptonstall. Welcome along to our look back of all the best stories from the past week. I'm Ollie Heptonstall, and here's what's coming up. Less than half of people in Devon have had a booster dose of a coronavirus vaccine. We'll look at why that figure is so low. There's frustration among residents in the South Hams about their bin collections. The contractor FCC Environment has until the end of the year to sort the issues or risk losing their contract. A consultation on the potential closure of four drop-in mental health centres has been described by one campaigner as woefully short. And we'll also be looking at this week's sporting fixtures as well as next week's What's On Guide. All that coming up. Devon Review with Ollie Heptonstall. Now, with COVID rates on the rise in Devon, a health boss says he's concerned about the uptake of COVID booster jabs in the county, with less than half of those eligible receiving it so far. Those being urged to get one include older people living in care homes, frontline health and care workers, all over 50s, and people with health conditions putting them at higher risk. But people can't have a booster until at least six months after they've had their second jab, and the NHS is asking people to wait until they've received an invite before booking their appointment. Dr Paul Johnson, clinical chair of the NHS Devon Clinical Commissioning Group, gave more details to local leaders at a virtual meeting on Thursday. In total, we're going to need to deliver 723,000 boosters because that's the number of people who've been fully vaccinated who are eligible for booster. At this point, the people who've exceeded the six months since the second dose rates at 163,000, but only 68,000 of those have had a booster. So that's a return rate of just under 42%. So we are still chasing 58% of people, or we are still trying to get 58% of people who are eligible to book in and have their vaccine. It doesn't mean that those people have missed their chance. There's no added benefit in giving the booster prior to six months, but there is benefit even sort of six to 12 months. So there is a window of opportunity for people to come forward and have their vaccine. Also at the meeting was Devon's Director of Public Health, Steve Brown, who said it was young people that were pushing up the COVID rates in the county. The latest data from the 16th of October shows that the case rate in 0 to 19-year-olds is more than twice as high as any other age group in the Devon County Council area. Mr Brown was asked by a councillor whether Devon schools are safe. My response is yes, they are. You know, are children going to get COVID? There will be a proportion of, of children who do get COVID. You can see that in, in the figures. You know, we are working so closely with all the schools, education, our public health colleagues in the UK Health Security Agency to make sure that schools uh, have all the information, have all the support they have to make those mitigating actions. We have agreed um, as regional directors within the public health to write out to all schools and we will be doing that in today. I'm looking towards um, the return of children after half term, which is next, next week. And I think the important bit for me is, you know, those measures which I've put in place, they need to be proportionate, but they need to be put in place because I worry that with the return of children having spent half term mixing outside of school, there's a risk that those rates um, go upwards rather than um, downward. Well, let's look further into the COVID infection rates as they've continued to rise across Devon this week. Most areas are above the average infection rate for England of 465 cases per 100,000 people. 
The highest rate as of the 16th of October is in Mid-Devon, where they have 633 cases per 100,000 people. Exeter is the only area to have dropped, with a case rate of 326. Time to get a look at this weekend's fixtures. Sport on the Devon Review. Here's Paul Nero. Ollie, after a disappointing start to the season, Exeter Chiefs have now put three straight wins on the board and go into round six of the Premiership in fourth place in the table. It's London Irish at home this weekend. They haven't had a win yet, but they have had two draws out of five, which is a bit unusual. Plymouth Albion are at Blackheath in League One and they go into the weekend just one place off the bottom of the table. Happier days in Plymouth over at Home Park in the football. Argyle top League Two and go into the weekend's long trip to Morecambe on the back of three straight wins, just like the Chiefs. In football's League Two, Exeter City need to convert more home draws into wins. Their 3-1 away win over Crawley midweek will have improved the mindset. It also brought the team back into the playoff places. Mansfield Town are the visitors to St James Park this weekend. Torquay welcomed Kings Lynn in the National League. Sport on the Devon Review. Shortages of HGV drivers, failures by private contractors and poor management by council officials. All these are reasons put forward to explain why some councils are failing to deliver waste collection services effectively. But for people in the South Hams, it has caused upset and anger. And some councillors are now demanding that a contract with private waste company FCC is torn up altogether. Our reporter Philip Cherm has been talking to councillors and residents there. A gentle walk through a quiet residential area in Ivybridge reveals probably the most talked about issue by council taxpayers in Southhams, bins. On the roadside, black bins, brown bins, green bags, white bags. Some are empty, some brimming over with garden waste or recycling. Local residents say it's confusing and chaotic. It annoys me, the fact that I take the time to sort it out, wash it, everything, and then the bin man comes along and it all goes in the same one. Six months ago, it's fine. I know they're having a lot of troubles at the moment with them picking up the green bins, isn't it? And they need to sort it out properly then, don't they? Because obviously they're getting a wage for not doing what the appropriate job is. Waste services have been outsourced to a private firm, FCC Environments, since April 2019, but have had problems from the start with missed collections. Senior Conservative councillors say they're aware of the problem, but say they're only quite recent. Councillor Lance Austin, I'm a councillor for Ivybridge, and I'm also vice-chairman of South Hams District Council. For the first 18 months, really, there were no problems at all. It was absolutely fine, no difficulty at all. We looked at changing the method in which the waste was collected in, in order to make it more environmental and change the system in which we were collecting it. There were a few problems rolling out the new system, but then came the major problem, which was an HGV uh, shortage of drivers, and that led to staff shortages all round. Nevertheless, Southampton Council wants their bin problems sorted. Last month, councillors gave FCC an ultimatum to put recycling services back on track by December. But some councillors, like the Lib Dems' Julian Brazil from Stoken and Ward, say enough is enough and that waste services shouldn't be in private hands. Most councils now are looking to bring the service back in-house because they understand it's one of the most crucial services that the council delivers and we need to have direct control over it. And once you start outsourcing it, you pass on that control, which means officers, councillors, members of the public can't 
directly communicate with the company that is delivering the service. Councillor Austin says that's not necessary and has faith in the contracted out service. I think FCC are a very competent professional company. They've got a lot of experience. They work on a national basis. They, They work with about 60 different authorities and... I believe there's a very good chance they will fix it. One of the latest moves aimed at taking pressure off the system is to stop collecting brown bins or garden waste. Some keen gardeners like James and Ashley aren't happy about that. They didn't give us any warning that they were going to stop doing it and brown bins were absolutely full and then they missed the odd uh, week and, and then eventually they just said they're not going to do it by which time you had a brown bin full of actually rotting waste. When they're going to do the brown ones and when they're going to do the black ones... We don't really know. We just put out what we think, and that's about it, really. Councillor Austin insists the latest measures will help sort the crisis out, and taking back control of the service is not up for discussion right now. We were lacking uh, skilled staff, we were lacking HGV drivers, and that's why we couldn't get a certain part of the service done on a regular basis, which was picking up the garden waste. There are obviously people there who are looking at other options and saying, well, should we be doing this and and so on, but I haven't seen any proposals that I've found convincing at this stage. But Councillor Brazil believes contracting waste services out has a negative impact on everyone, including staff, and he draws comparisons with neighbouring Teambridge, who still have an in-house service. One of the main problems has been is that the terms and conditions offered by... FCC have been different from what they had when they were uh, working for South Hams. Teambridge have a very loyal, dedicated workforce, and I'm afraid to say that that isn't the case anymore. For South Hams councillors, it could feel like a long time until FCC's December deadline to improve. For residents, it could feel even longer. Philip Chan there. In other news, campaigners are calling for service users to be given more time to be consulted about the potential closure of mental health centres in North Devon. Devon County Council is considering whether to close the link centres in Biddeford, Holsworthy, Barnstable and Ilfracombe. Joe Ives has more. Woefully short. That's how one campaigner has described a Devon County Council consultation on the potential closure of four drop-in mental health centres in North Devon. The council is considering permanently closing the mental health link centres, which provide support to around 270 people in the community. It says it wants to use the money saved from maintaining the buildings to go towards a more flexible, in-community service. The proposals have been controversial enough, causing several demonstrations already. Now, a four-week consultation period for service users is coming to an end. Sue Matthews, a former mental health nurse and campaigner, says the feedback period has not been long enough and that its virtual format has prevented many service users from sharing their thoughts. The council claims it has been unable to hold public face-to-face meetings and that extending the consultation period is unnecessary. I asked Sue how she felt about the prospect of the link centres closing. I think there's a huge risk to this service user group because we know that if people are vulnerable and in a period uh, like COVID where social isolation has been a massive issue, if there isn't somewhere like the the link centres, then these people are going to go into crisis. They're going to have greater demand on GP services and sadly, even more so on the accident and emergency services due to potential self-harm. And some people have actually come and told me that's exactly where they are up to at the moment. Link centres provided 
a pre-crisis and a post-crisis safe place for people and to take them away and say we'll meet in smaller groups or even individually actually exposes these people more and doesn't provide the basic facility of social interaction, which is what they so frequently need. Now we've reached the October half term and there's lots to get up to. What's on in Devon with the Devon Review. And with the What's On Guide this week, here's Brad Hardware. Thanks, Ollie. Comedian and science broadcaster Robin Ince is at the Bookery in Crediton as part of his tour of 100 bookshops. If you want to see him, he's there on Monday evening. Tickets are just £5. Now, some will know him as Scott Robinson from the Australian soap Neighbours. Most will know him as Jason Donovan. Is the singer's first tour in four years. He's at the Princess Theatre in Torquay on Wednesday. Another well-known singer is in Devon this week, Rag and Bone Man. He sang Human. He's at Plymouth Pavilions on Thursday as part of his Life by Misadventure tour. And the comedian Jason Manford is in Barnstable on Thursday playing at the Queen's Theatre. What's on in Devon with the Devon Review? And that's all for the Devon Review this week. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and we'll be back with another episode next Friday. Take care. Devon Review with Ollie Heptonstall.